I'm Zed. I'm Grace. And this is an episode. <laughs> we're back on track. Yes, we're back. Right. We, we, we traveled time back traveled. Yeah. <laughs> we went from 2009 and we're back in 2008. It doesn't yes. seem like that much of a difference. But oh boy, is it? Uh, no. Same president. I don't know. Actually, maybe not. Because Barack Obama would have been inaugurated in 2009 early. Oh, okay. So maybe different president. Different president. Mm, somehow worse. Okay. We're back to the Bush era. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> All right. Uh, information? Nerd? 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 Okay. So this is <laughs> season three, episode eight. Yes. I sort of remember that. Gus walks into a bank. The thing that's on a lot of episode tags on fan fictions, <laughs> along with uh, Sean takes a shot in the dark. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lassie did a bad, bad thing. Those Ooh. ones show up on a lot of episode tags. I think those are both season four. Okay, cool. Those season four sounds like a very iconic filled season. I can't wait. Ooh, it's good. It's anyway, good. this one shows up a lot too. Okay, and it aired on September 12th, 2008. All right, scene kids. Brains in my right spot. Mm. Got it. Yep. All right. So this was written by. <laughs> Andy Berman, could you tell? I could tell. <laughs> I could tell, and you know how I could tell? Sean was so bi in this episode. Well, there's that. Sean was the most bisexual he's ever been, and I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, do you know why I could tell that Andy wrote it? No. I actually enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's brutally mean of me. Oh, but I'm, like, so, I'm so glad you liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, it was cute. It is cute. Yeah, I'll talk more about that later. Anyway, facts. And it was directed by... Eric Lonneville, so I don't know who that is, but congrats. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Congratulations. Have... <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, before you say cast, okay, so when FBI guy or whatever, SWAT guy, yeah. negotiator, came on to the, the thing, I was like, do you know who I thought it was? Who did you think it was? The Green Goblin. Oh, he looks Willem so, Dafoe. He looks so much like Willem Dafoe. I was like, no, they could not have pulled Willem Dafoe. They did not pull Willem Dafoe. I wish it was Willem Dafoe. He looks like well, because that would have been even weirder. Julian's going on a date with Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe's <laughs> hot. What are you talking about? I'm so gay, Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Oh Is that God. really people who like men like Willem Dafoe? I think so. I thought the appeal not... of him was that he was funny, weird looking. I thought that was why people were like, yeah, Willem Dafoe. He I mean, looks like a cartoon villain, and that's why he's the Green Goblin. That's also that's my, like, type. Car Ew. Car no, villain. no, no. Your type is tall, floppy-haired geek boys. That's not true. Whatever. All right. Whatever. We're done okay, dragging okay. Grace for now. Anyway, okay. I thought it was Willem Dafoe, and I was kind of disappointed when it wasn't. <laughs> like, but, yeah. But that would be a really big pull for a thing whose biggest pull so far has been Jane Lynch. I mean, well, Tim Curry. That was a pretty big pull. That was a pretty. Still don't know to, how they pulled that to off. To have both Tim Curry and Willem Dafoe in a in like a series itself would have been just the biggest upset. Oh yeah, like that would be insane. Anyway, okay, <laughs> but we had two guest stars. We had Gary Cole, not, not Willem not... Dafoe. Gary Cole as Cameron Luntz. Okay, <laughs> also known as. Juliet's boyfriend for like one episode and one episode. Does he only? never come up again? No! Ever? Ever? Ever. They don't even mention him? No. Oh my god. I love it. And it's obvious that he and Lester are supposed to have some sort of like 
antagonistic background. I can't believe they wouldn't bring him back at no, all. No, no, no. Not even to be like a butthead at Lassiter. No, they And don't... be awkward around Jules because it obviously doesn't last. I don't... They might have mentioned him like a couple episodes later. I don't okay. really remember that, but he never comes back. Oh, great. And of course, <sighs> Alan Ruck as Phil Stubbins. 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 Okay. He, he had good crazy eyes. I'll be, I'll be real. He had very good crazy eyes. He, 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 looked, uh, he looked unhinged. and uh, He always looks unhinged. That's just his face. Do we know this person? Who is this person? You say we, he always. What are you talking about? Cameron Fry. He played Cameron Fry in Ferris Bueller. Was it? Yes. Oh. How did you... That does explain why his eyes were so close together. It also explains all the Ferris Bueller references. It does. I just thought they were having a day of it. Okay. I thought that was just like the reference du jour. You know, sometimes they reference like certain things that has nothing to do with anything other than that's how Sean's apparently feeling today. My first note for this episode is Cameron Fry, love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh... Which, I mean, to be fair, there's also Ferris Bueller, love of my life, and Sloan, love of my life. Yeah. More so. OT3, yes. Correct. Or um, Sloan's white leather fringe jacket, love mm. of my life. That's a great jacket. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, niche uh, fandom information. Oh, no. There is not that much Ferris Bueller fan fiction out there. Because, okay, I watch something and then I have to figure out if people have loved it enough to write fan fiction about it or I if they hated it enough. I have never looked for fan fiction for Ferris Bueller. I have looked life. for fan fiction for literally anything I interact with oh just to know because oh I want God. to know. I need to know. I have knowledge issues. Um, anyway, uh, Ferris and Sloan is a big ship. Ferris and Cameron is a big ship. Ferris doesn't exist and he's in Cameron's mind is a big tag. Ooh. But bigger than all of that is the contingent of people who shifts all three of them together and says, screw you, that's what this is entirely about. It's one big date movie. They're on a date the whole time. All three of them fight me. (laughs) And I love it. It's just a whole fandom full of, like, people who are very casually, very heavily invested in these three people. This is my boyfriend, Ferris, and his... And Ferris's boyfriend, boyfriend, Cameron. Cameron. Yes. Yep. Yep. Correct. (laughs) All right. I have (laughs) trivia... Excellent. I also have goofs. There were two friendly Indian songs featured in this episode. I heard the first one and I was like, that sounds like the people who did the intro. Yeah, that's um genius. And then at the very end, when Sean and Jules are having their hot dog date, they play a so weird. The conversation one they have called... during that is so weird. The conversation yeah. is so weird, Sean. It's very very strange, but the song featured in that was Ever So Slowly, I believe. I'm not sure. It's not really credited as being in the episode. But sure. Whatever. I have a great goof that I have never noticed all the times that I've watched this episode, because it has been quite a few. The bank phone that Luntz first calls in on is obviously a hotel phone and not a bank phone. You can see the different lines when it first rings. The lines include Spa, valet, bar, (laughs) room service, and housekeeping. The line that rings is the pool slash cabana line. Cabana boy calling. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. Good job. Good job, props person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then also, when Sean spots that the safety on Phil's pistol is on, the word on appears next to the safety. 
a Beretta 92 has no such marking. It simply has a who? red dot who? that is visible when the safety is switched I'm gonna off. I'm going to turn into an owl. Who looks that closely and knows that much about guns? Who? I don't know. I oh don't know. God. And, like, they reference the bus not being blue, like, the bus for, like, the demands yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, Alan Ruck was in Speed, which I've never seen Speed. But Me apparently neither. he was, like, on that bus, and that bus was blue. Sure. So that's, like, a speed reference? That's barely a reference. That's barely that's a reference. That's a cop-out of that a reference. A no. Nonsense. A lot of the trivia is, like, did you know that when they reference Ferris Bueller, they're referencing Ferris Bueller? <laughs> did you know that when Sean references things, he's referencing real things and not Oh, oh, hold on. During an argument over the SWAT leader's qualifications to end the hostage crisis at the bank, Sean shouts, he's not Colin Farrell, a reference to Farrell's starring role in the movie SWAT. Obviously. Okay. Like, obviously, when you say he's not so-and-so, you mean- They're referencing somebody who, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And apparently Gary Cole was also a hostage negotiator in an episode of Bob's Burgers. Yes, excellent. Yes. Excellent. Okay. And he was also in an episode of Monk. Was he a hostage negotiator in that? Uh, Does he have a type? No, he was a playboy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the whole premise of that episode is he had this um magazine and then it became popular when he put a half-naked woman on the cover and named her miss transistor sure the whole plot of, of that episode is that i guess his magazine's gonna be canceled so he kills the guy that's like his financial person that's not and then gonna he, solve anything and then he like blackmails somebody and then he blackmails like Sharona because Sharona took naked pictures it's it's a whole thing it's I'm 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 gonna be real with you if you're in financial trouble murder isn't going to help because murder does nothing to solve the money issue and all it does is add murder to the list of issues no but he creates this like electromagnet Uh and what's crazy is he gave um one of his former models for the magazine sure he holds up the electromagnet up to the ceiling in her apartment which is right below the gem of his financial officer uh-huh so he has this like barbell and i guess it strangles him because the electromagnet because apparently it's a really good magnet it's a stupid episode i'm it's saying fascinating but sure yeah there's a lot happening there's a lot happening huh interesting any other um, fun information not really do you want to get into your notes if you took notes i took a few notes i did not i took one bullet point and then i forgot i was supposed to be taking notes perfect i, I was hoping that you would take notes it, i didn't take that many it notes. was one of those days where like i was just kind oh, of yeah. zoned out okay that's fair. i watched the episode and i enjoyed it which is you know all right more than usual <laughs> so all right so i have Rob Zombie is a move, but do we really need a slow mo of a SWAT commander coming out of the back of a truck? Uh, that was just bizarre because it's like, is he supposed to be hot? Am I supposed to be attracted to that? Because I'm not. 
I think it's supposed to be like a action movie sequence where like the okay okay, okay yeah where yeah. they slow mo okay. it because they're doing something cool not because they're doing something hot okay or at fair. least is my assumption fair fair and then I have ordering eight pizzas and having none of them be pepperoni is criminal behavior vegetable what the fuck does that even mean is that like olives and peppers or just supreme it's without the dry, sausage uh, dry cauliflower. <laughs> That is what I would call cop behavior, TM. Because, like, any and every time that there's ever been pizza for, like, an event, it's like, oh, we got half cheese, half pepperoni, maybe we went crazy and got a Supreme. (laughs) Like, it's... Yeah. It's almost always pepperoni. Like, that's just the default. And then Sean is so jealous. He is, and it's really annoying. It's just so... Stupid. Yes, it's excessively dumb. Do you think that he was like focusing on that so he wouldn't focus on Gus being in a hostage situation? I mean, maybe it might be that he was like, I'm gonna distract myself with Jules's romance thing because I'm worried that Gus is going to die. Like, I mean, it is weird that like Jules is dating a SWAT commander, going on a date, not dating. I mean, they had gone on a few dates. It was kind of implied. in the past. Like it sounded like it was like a. Whenever we're at the same conference, we'll go out for drinks. Okay. But okay. not like a, we're going out of our way to see each other sort of thing. I don't know. That was the vibe I got. Okay. It was I like th- casual. Okay. Because I thought that the whole deal was like, whatever. Yeah. And then Andy Berman made a really gay episode out of a potentially dangerous situation. <laughs> he did. And for that, we thank him. <laughs> and then snack pulley system. It's genius. It's not. It's genius. The thing is, here's here's my thing on it that. It makes no sense. Correct. Because you would have had to put the thing on the yeah. thing, and yeah. you would have had to know in uh-huh. advance. Uh-huh. I want this one specific thing in this one specific room. And also, here's my issue, uh, at least with the way that they have it. So it's an uninsulated metal thing yes. that you put your hot food on to carry it to the other room, where it then gets air on it. And it just cools down rapidly. Okay. That hot dog is freezing by the time it reaches the other room, where if you hold it in your hand, it'd probably be fine. I'm... Yeah. (laughs) It makes no sense. I don't like that. I mean, I was also really amused at the fact that it was, like, plain hot dogs with absolutely nothing on them because Also that. (laughs) Because then you just imagine, like... Ketchup and mustard, whatever the heck else, just there's a there's down. like a food conveyor belt thing on TikTok. Have you seen that? What? I'm gonna find it. Oh my <laughs> there's God. a guy who he built like a food conveyor belt Rube Goldberg. I'll That's find hilarious. it. Here. I will find it when we're in between segments. Okay. I, I have this mental image of like Sean being like, okay, well, I've considered the I would have to be in the other room to load it, and then it would have to come to me then. So what he does instead is he actually has several food trolley conveyor systems with a hot dog on each of them that are just constantly circulating in the office in case he wants a hot dog. It's like just, a clothesline with chips on it. That's just so funny. Yes. <laughs> like that would work better. I feel like just a clothesline that circulates the office that has things pinned to it mm-hmm. is closer to what it should have been. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why? Yeah, I think that was the bank's question, too. Because we've established layout of the office changes, whatever. Yeah, but it's a magic office. It's it's a magic office, but we've, like, established that there's, like, a fridge and then a counter, and that's, like, 
in the office. Like, you can just walk over. Yeah. Like They have, like, a kitchen. They've done this multiple Ten times. Ten feet from where he's standing. Oh, I... One of my personal favorites is they have a coffee maker, but no sink. <laughs> so it's bathroom water in that coffee maker? I mean, I it's guess... bathroom I... sink water? I mean, I guess... That's the implication there, is all the water for the coffee maker comes from the bathroom sink? I don't know. Or, like, maybe Gus is one of those, like, Weirdos, it's like, I can only have filtered, filtered water, water. <laughs> for my coffee maker. He has one of those, like, big, like, Dasani jugs underneath Which, the Which, I mean, counter. to be fair, yeah. that's not that bad of an idea because, like, I mean, where I live, like, we have a lot of mineral deposits that just, like, collect it. The mineral deposits make the water taste better. Okay. We're, we're on a well system here. I like the taste oh, of the water. Oh, you're on, you're on a well system? Yeah. Oh my god. I've never lived somewhere without a well system except for like one place I was on city water. Oh. And I didn't like the taste Why of that. Why are you? There's a water treatment plant like so close to your house. I know. Interesting. I have a well system. Interesting. The water treatment plant over by my parents' house didn't open up until after the house was built. So. I forget that your house is older than mine. Okay. Yes. That's fair. But it's very strange and you have a snack pulley system but it's also very sean it's, it it's also funny that it seems like that's the only demand that they met yeah very weird very weird <laughs> what did you think about him becoming like bffs with the hostage i thought that was very like a plus good spite like where he was just kind of like yes i'm gonna do this to get gus out of it and then he like, got in an argument with the negotiator was like, actually, I'm on the hostage taker's side now. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Sean. Sean. He took us captive. Regardless of his reasoning. Like, um, are you okay, Sean? You switch teams really fast and it makes me worried for how quickly you would commit a murder. <laughs> like. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Obviously. Obviously. Out of spite. Out of spite. Uh, it's. It's a very interesting episode. Yeah, it's weird. Because Phil Stubbins, which is the dumbest name I've ever heard. Stubbins. 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 He's not a very threatening person. Like, he looks like he's crazy, but just kind of like... He looks like he's going through something. Yeah. He looks like he's the kind of guy who's, like, muttering under his breath while you walk through Target. Oh, my God. And you, like, walk past him, and he's just having a full-on, like, argument with himself. Like, the the Cameron Fry vibe. He looks looks like the type of person who argues with himself. It's his vibe. And that means he's been well cast in multiple different things. (laughs) So, if he's arguing with himself at Target, what aisle is he in? Oh, um, I'm thinking the housewares one. That's, that's what I was of, thinking of. The one that's full of the boxes made out of cloth. You know the the like <gasps> the boxes that fold. Uh, oh. And you know when you're standing in that aisle and you're like, do I need the one that's wicker or do I want the one that's cheaper and it's made out of cloth? Okay, and, like I was yeah. thinking the kitchen part of the housewares section. Oh, and what was he arguing about there? Do I really need a waffle maker? Am I sure that I need a waffle so maker? So valid. <laughs> Did you see they have like mini waffle makers that could be plugged into USB ports? And no. you can make dog treats with them. They have a dog treat shaped one. They have a waffle shaped one. They had like a butterfly waffle or a Captain America waffle one. They were like tiny. Okay. They're like six inch waffle makers. They were I... selling them around back to school time. Okay. They have all these like teeny tiny waffle makers. Yes. And they have like a pineapple one. They had a Aww. spider web one. Mm-hmm. So like. Yes. And just imagine him just like, do I really need one? Like, am I sure? Like, oh, but, but 
what if I really, really, but I can just get the waffles and the stir, but they're not as good. But what I can just get the frozen eggos. Yeah. The frozen eggos are cheaper, but the waffle maker is reusable mm -hmm. and it's cheaper to make our own waffles at home. But then I'd have to buy the waffle maker and clean it. Like, do I want the square one or do I want the circle one? Yeah. Oh, he's talked cool. himself into getting the waffle maker, but now he has choices. <laughs> uh, yeah. He seems like that kind of guy. Exactly. Exactly. I uh, appreciate that about him. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I love him. <laughs> Uh, does he ever come back? I'm guessing no. Uh, the actor does come back. As a different character? Yes. As if you wouldn't notice? I hate it when they do that. I hate that so much. Uh, there's one episode there where There are they... five actors in Vancouver. There's that. one episode towards the end of the series where they bring back a bunch of actors. Hi. <laughs> it's the- They ran out of actors. <laughs> um... Spoiler alert. It's oh, the um, Cloudy remake. Oh, okay. So they do a remake and they bring back previous actors from the show to play the parts, but they're like different parts. I hate that. Yeah. Why? Why? Yes. So like everybody's played by a different person who was previously on Psych. It's hilarious. It is so funny. It is so <sighs> stupid. Yeah, it is. It is the dumbest thing. Wait, what? Oh, well. I'm sure somebody was like, you know what would be funny? We don't know why that episode exists. It just exists. It's fine. Yeah, apparently. It's fine. Sure, why not? Uh, okay. Why not? Fine. <laughs> and also, Sean tells Commander Luntz to go check the sewer, intentionally knowing that the guy's not in the sewer. Mm -hmm. And then so... He has to cancel his date with Jules. I do like how he absolutely played him in the way that worked the best for like, I now know these things about this guy where he goes, listen to my voice. There's no waiver. I'm telling the truth. It's so funny. But then like, how much notice did he give Jules that he had to cancel? Because she's like, she, like, straightened her hair, she changed her outfit, like, she has more makeup yeah, on. Yeah, it seems like he maybe gave her, like, an hour or two's notice, being yeah. like, look, I've tried to wash the sewer smell off of me, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, it's not working. I tried really hard, right up until the last minute. It is not the last minute. I have to cancel. I know. I'm just like, she straightened her hair for nothing, really. Is he really that much older than her, or does he just look older? Uh... I think canonically she's about late 20s. Okay. Because I, I think she's supposed to be, she's technically a junior detective at the beginning of the show. So mm. I think she's supposed to be younger than Sean. Okay. By just a little bit. And he's like 30 this season. Yeah. Almost 30? Yeah, more or less. So she's probably like five years younger than him. Like, No, there's no way she's a detective, even a junior detective at 25. Not unless she skipped college entirely. I'm not sure. I'm going to actually have to, have to look this up. And also, the actress who plays her, just looking at her, she looks like she's maybe oh, yeah. 28, 29 in this. At minimum. She was born in 81, so she would have been 27. Okay. 26, 27. Oof. Yeah, so um, Sean is, I believe, 77. So he's like four years older than her. Okay. More or less, kind of. Four and a half. I think that's the end of my notes, really. Do you have any besides your one note? Um, 
Well, my one note was I don't like that they chose another episode to not start it with a flashback. Okay. I need them to, if they're going to make something happen almost every episode, mm-hmm, I need mm-hmm. them to stick with it and just do it every episode. Okay. If there was a flashback, what would you like it to be? Um, probably something of, like, Sean has to go to the bank with his dad okay. when he was a kid, and, like, the only thing he wants the entire time is, like, the candy. You know, like, you can okay. get a sucker. Okay. Like, I feel like it would be a showing that Sean has always hated mm-hmm. banks, okay. and it's not just this scenario that's making him hate banks. He just doesn't like banks, and then, like... As they're walking out, his dad won't stop telling him about all of the hostage situations that he's, like, okay. stopped. And that's, like, why he hates banks. And then this would, like, compound it. Or, counter. Yes. You have a 10, 11-year-old Sean holding up a bank. By accident. Oof. That would be an episode <laughs> in itself. Or, ooh. Okay. So. <laughs> Just a, like, another scenario of, like, younger Sean and Gus. Gus is doing something for Sean that Sean doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And then something bad happens. And Sean is like, well, in the future, obviously nothing bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be responsible. And then hard cut to the future where he's not being responsible and Gus suffers consequences. I mean, that's, like, like every episode, right? Yes, correct. But, like... I, yeah. I feel like there is there's a lead in you could do that kind of would build a little bit more character development, even just a little. Yeah, not having a flashback makes it even more of a bottle episode than already yes. is. <laughs> like whenever they don't have a flashback, I'm always like, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this. Because I like I like watched it and I'm just like, oh wow, they really don't have a flashback. Yeah, I thought maybe it would be because there was like one where they had a little bit of the episode and then they played a flashback instead. Like yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they will play the flashback nope. after this little intro scene of them arguing about going into the bank. Mm. Nope. No. All right. I mean, Andy. Write the flashback, Andy. Andy, Andy anyway, Andy. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, yeah, there were several things that came to mind other than the fact that it wasn't the Green Goblin. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there would have been more Spider-Man references if it was. Oh, my God. Uh, and then I would have gotten to enjoy that. Sean was so bi in this. I know, I know. <laughs> this I know. is the most bi Sean has been so far. It's very good. I just there's this one part in the episode where he's trying to get Lasseter on his side, uh-huh. and and then Lasseter does something, and he's like, "You are so sexy right now." Exactly. And he just yes, keeps moving yes, and yes. No one acknowledges it. Yes. And the fact that none of them acknowledge it is the funniest part, it's and the so, part that makes so me funny. happy. It's so well, funny. Because it's not, like, funny, ha-ha, he yes. made, like, a, you know, he called Lassie sexy type of thing. He's like, yeah. It's funny, ha-ha, because that implies that he does that often enough that all of them have stopped reacting. <laughs> like, it's, it's so funny because he's like, okay, Lassie, come on, me. Gotta go do this. Hey, Jules, wanna come in? Yeah, sure. So it's like. Yeah, it's just, this is normal now. We just. Get in, loser. We're gonna fight a hostage. Yeah, get in, loser. We're gonna go do something uh, that is technically should be off the books because y'all get in trouble about it. And also, I'm gonna be flirty in your direction, and none of you move. are gonna react. Because move, I'm all gay. Of- exactly. It's very move, I'm gay of them. Like, in Sean, the big, my dear. In the big SWAT truck, though. Like, it's yes. So funny. It's so funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, that, that was amusing in a oh, so you're building the canon around you, huh? Sort of way. I have a plot hole that did not show up on 
I'm DB. Oh pedantic. no, you can be the pedantic butthead. Okay. Do it. Okay, okay. So All right, they do. when they find Phil's wife, uh-huh. who she is still has perfectly curled hair. Yeah. It's amazing. Her yeah. makeup and hair are perfect for someone who's been held hostage. She hasn't even been crying. Her mascara isn't running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my plot hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, my mascara doesn't run, so... Mine smudges in a way that makes it look like I'm the Winter Soldier. Mine doesn't, I love it. but I think it's the fact that I don't ever put any on, like, my bottom lashes. Oh, I put stuff on my bottom lashes. Otherwise, I have, like, see-through eyelashes, so it doesn't look oh, like yeah. I have any. Yeah. So, it's I the blonde. I always forget that you're blonde. Yeah. It's like Everyone does, and that's on in, purpose. In my head, your, like, natural hair color is, like, rainbow. Hooray. <laughs> in my head, my natural hair color is red. Any hoozles. <laughs> yes. Eyelashes, yeah. Yes. But so... Hair lashes. Hair, yeah, my hair lashes. Uh, they notice, well, Sean notices that there's footprints in the grass and uh-huh. that the swing is swinging. And he's like, oh, somebody just left. Meaning that there's not only two people, there's a third person because those two people that were involved are both in the bank the whole They're time. both in the bank. So who's the third person? That's true. Like, who just left? Congratulations on spotting that, because <laughs> I didn't even remember that. I was just like, oh, yes, of course, the second person. Okay, so who's the third person? What? Like, uh, I don't. Oh, man. That's kind of bug me. I know. Dang. I've seen it so many times, and I just, like, accepted it. As, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you think about it, you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Because, okay, seeing, like, the footprints, okay, sure, there's a second person because these are different shoes, but it's just the swing. Like, it would not still be swinging hours later because it's, yeah. like, they've pretty much made it seem like they've been in the bank, like, all day. Yeah, because oh, that, that like, hostage had been there since the beginning as well. Yeah, because Gus is so the type to get to the bank, like, the second that it opens. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that is going to bother me. That's fair. I mean, like, the things that bother me are when you don't take the time with hair and wardrobe to, like, remember that your hostages would probably be freaked out. Because it's like, okay, so she was taken as a hostage, put in the thing, and then they just, like, left her there? No one's there to make sure that she stays there? I'm guessing someone was there to make sure she stayed there. So that's the third person. Yeah, that's the third person. The muscle. Why is the third person once? I was Was just he in it the whole time? Oh my god. It goes all the way to the top! And that's why he wanted to shoot the guy. No witnesses. No witnesses. No witnesses. Correct. Okay. All right. Fan fiction. Grace mm-hmm. has written a fan fiction this episode. Uh-huh. There we go. All right. Grace took over the mantle. It's about time. <laughs> it's about dang time. Uh, oh, boy. But, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. That is a huge plot hole. And you should add that to IMDb. You should be the guy. Okay. So there's this fictional restaurant named Mario's. Is that like a real place or is that just like a place I think that's just generically an Italian restaurant. Oh, okay. 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 Like, I think it's like saying, you know, we're going to go to the Italian joint or the pizza spot, <laughs> but they wanted to make it sound fancy. So it Both has a chef's sound name. Like restaurants in our hometown. Yes. Correct. That sounds hilarious. Mm. Yeah. No, small town restaurants, they're either like really obvious names, like... Mm-hmm. just telegraph names or they have the name of someone apostrophe s 
<laughs> like, and, you know, when they have the name of someone apostrophe S, they're trying to sound fancy because they have a chef TM. So. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, I guess that's all of our notes. All right, so worksheet, would you like to guess? And keep in mind, I like this episode. 69 nice? It's a 48. <gasps> no. It really wasn't as tropey as it could have been. Part of that, kudos to Andy Berman. This episode did not have a dead body. Okay. God bless. I was. I keep waiting for an episode you, where they don't inexplicably kill something midway through. Did you count Buzz being in this episode? I did, yeah. Did you also count the blueberry being I in this did, episode? I did, yes. The only person on my checklist of people, like the main characters, is uh, Sean's mom is not in this one. No. So, like... It got a lot of, it like it hit the high points, but it didn't get a lot of points. And again, it's not a what's the best psych episode list, because I really like this one. It was enjoyable to watch. It is a good one. However, it's... it is not a psyche episode, which is weird because it felt psyche. It felt super psyche, but maybe it's because it's Andy well Burton. written. <laughs> okay, true. It's written by someone who knows how to write. I wish Andy Berman could write all the episodes. Well, I don't know. He's written a couple, like, uh... He's written a couple of crappers in there somewhere. Okay, 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 okay. So, like, he's one of my favorite writers. Because he seems to get what he's going for. I personally love any episode written or directed by James. Those are normally pretty good. Valid. Valid. And the Steve Franks episodes, he he knows what he's doing because he created it. Yes. So, like, yes. those are those are the ones that I'm like, like, okay, I those ones hit different. I don't necessarily count him, because it's like, I feel like he writes all the episodes. Like, yeah. he has, like, He's like final say. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets the credit. Yeah. But when he gets, like, primary writing credit, you're like, oh, so this one's gonna be decent, huh? Cool. Love it. Oh my god. Like, I, yeah. So, I mean, pretty good character. Yeah, no, like, like they stayed everybody. largely their own characters. I mean, I'm tired there of wasn't Julie enough yet. That is true. I will say I'm tired of, like, Juliet just being there to be someone's love interest. Yep. Like, that was the primary source Especially of antagonism here. Especially since the previous episode. Yeah. She got to be both feral and a love interest. That's true. That was the episode before this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, in this one, they just kind of flattened her down to she's someone's love interest and also Sean's love interest on top of that. And I don't yeah. like that. Um so, like, as far as episodes go and keeping people in character, that was annoying. Um, yeah. But the rest of them, he got them. So, mm-hmm. if only, like, and Vic didn't get very many lines. So, really, kind of a crapper for women characters, huh? Yeah. Not a great episode for that. No. Um, so, it scored low. Mm-hmm. We do have a problem with the vague sexism in the way they're written. Yeah. A good episode, though, despite... Mm-hmm. The problems. Yeah, this is an episode that if you saw it on TV, you would probably check on the show. Yeah. No, because yeah. it's, like, intriguing and kind of funny, mm-hmm. and I don't have to know a lot about these characters to know. And there's no know... dead bodies. And there's and no dead bodies. And nothing traumatic happens. Yeah, no, okay, and so, And you like... see guns, but nobody gets shot, which never happens on television. Yes. Yeah, so, like, they even prevent a dead body from happening. Exactly. So, like, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Um, okay. Unfortunately, the sheet is what it is. But again, score is not an indicator of value. Uh, if you would like to participate in this uh, or, you know, comment on our videos or our pictures or literally anything, 
uh, leave a comment at any of our socials. We have, we are delicious flavor on most things or some variation thereof. Just look for the pineapple. <laughs> um, it's the same icon on everything. It's the one that you see on your little uh, yeah. pod player. Mm-hmm. Podcatcher? That's what they're called. Sure. Why not? Podcatchers. Um, yeah, we, we don't are a lot of participation for this because um well you said noah liked our tiktok thank you noah, noah did like our tiktok thank you Noah. we thank haven't you, noah. we haven't directly talked to you in a while but um <laughs> as promised in the previous episode i did make a juliet fan cam so so go find check our it TikTok. out check it out um, it's great so on twitter we are delicious flavor but the first hello is a capital i on tiktok and instagram we are delicious flavor podcast and on facebook we are delicious flavor pod mm-hmm. uh yeah go look at that tiktok it's hilarious that <laughs> it exists now yep and it's grace's fault mm-hmm. your fault your fault anyway um <laughs> uh any other than noah commentary to read uh nobody really commented which is pretty sad but leave words please oh also you can leave real life words by coming to our anchor page and leaving (laughs) us a voicemail uh we are also getting close to a milestone episode and so grace wanted you to leave any sort of voicemails or messages for that right i think i wanted our year anniversary episode our anniversary is going to be July 7th, I think, okay, possibly. so if you're interested in participating in that, leave us a voicemail or a DM or a comment yeah, or literally anything. Yeah, and it's also the 16th anniversary of the show. Nice. So, so like, leave yeah. us a thing and then uh, make sure we know that it's for the anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. If you do. Yeah. It would be nice if you did. <laughs> we would love to hear from you. I say in my best customer service voice. Alright, so I know we kind of already said it. Final thoughts? It's a really good episode, and I'm kind of proud how we didn't go off the rails, even though I did sum up a monk episode. That's true. You got to go off the rails. You got to go off the rails, and you got to demand fanfiction this time. Wow. I think I'm tired from work. <laughs> it was field day today. Oh, I've been yeah. I've been doing a lot of things. You're today. also like getting over like I'm also getting over a cold, cold yeah. and I graduated on Monday. So you like did. congratulations! I, not only did I graduate, my little sister graduated four hours away, and I went to both. You did, um, and so... you survived to tell the tale. I'm I so did. Proud of you. I'm not dead yet. I'm so proud of you. I did it. Um, but yeah, so I'm you recovering from that. Uh, mm-hmm. so Grace is me today, apparently. Apparently. Hooray! Yeah. Yeah. So final thoughts. It was a good episode. Mm-hmm. It was a good episode, and it's one that you could show your friends and be like, this is what this show could be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I probably... This one lives up to most of what the show could be, other than the vague yeah. sexism in writing. I probably would not have this be, like, the first episode, because it's not... Yeah. It's not one of my favorites, you know? But I put it on my, my short list, along with the roller derby one, which is right before this one, so you could yes. play them back-to-back, and it would work. Yes. Um, And the yeah. dinosaur one. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur... Yeah. Scary Sherry, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I, I agree. It's good. Decent episode. Can share, could share, would share. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. This has been a weirdly positive episode for us. Yeah. <laughs> of a podcast about a show. Yep. All right. I've been Zed. I've been Grace. See you guys around. <laughs>